Welcome to the Frontline Herbalism Podcast with your host Nicole Rose from the Solidarity Apothecary. This is your place for all things plants and liberation. Let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Frontline Herbalism Podcast. How are you doing? I am still a tired bunny, unfortunately. I recorded a show last week about visiting Palestine. I'm still kind of recovering from the trip and just went to Calais and Dunkirk for a week with the Mobile Herbal Clinic. Saw a huge amount of people, very busy, did quite a lot of wound care and lots of coughs and colds, took one person to hospital, had some other horrible news which I won't talk about now but it's on my Instagram. Anyway, I thought today instead of talking about nettle which is the next herb featured in the Prisoner's Herbal Books, I'm actually going to read my 2022 review post, which I just finished this evening. If you're not familiar with my website, I do a kind of like annual review where I share a bit about the different projects and the things I organise on. I think it's really important, I guess largely like selfishly, it's like helpful for me to evaluate what I've been working on. But it's also a way for me to feel like accountable, like, you know, people are donating every month or giving me like one off donations or donating to projects like Ukraine Herbal Solidarity or the clinic in Calais. And I just I want people to know like where that money's going, if that makes sense. And I want them to understand like the, you know, the kind of like impact of the work. So I will put a link in the show notes to where you can see the blog post. There's like a whole bunch of photos, which like brings it more to life and I'm just going to read it through basically. So the mission of the Solidarity Apothecary is to use plant medicines to materially support revolutionary struggles and communities with plant medicines to strengthen collective autonomy, self-defense and resilience to climate change, capitalism and state violence. Each year I review the work towards this goal. And just like a little content warning here, like I do mention Taylor's death and suicide, I talk about prison, I talk about border violence, I talk about Ukraine and invasion and war and occupation in Palestine and I know I sh- that's probably like <laughs> stuff I talk about all the time on this podcast but I think it's always good to give people a heads up. Okay so 2022 was a challenging year. The first six months were a frenzy of organising in response to the invasion of Ukraine. Then I was hit with the monumental loss of my best friend Taylor. Since July life has been a blur of grief and rage. I've tried to hold it together but it's felt more like a feeling of hanging on by my fingernails. In October 2021 I took a huge risk leaving my job in order to focus on the Solidarity Apothecary full time. I had a grant that was a good short term safety net but beyond that my plan was to launch a clinic, create some more online offerings and build up a supporter base of people donating each month. Sadly I didn't carve out the time and space for the Solidarity Apothecary itself and these needs in order to achieve these goals. It felt like everything was stolen by my grief and that it was hard to catch a breath. In a classic Nicole way, unpaid, grassroots organising, prisoner support and care work dominated my time and any extra energy went on emotionally surviving rather than quote-unquote thriving, which I so desperately craved for this year. However, despite the grief show, some major things were still achieved and created. And then there's three pictures. There's one of some beautiful roses in my garden, and a picture of Taylor, and a picture of my friend Ellen, who died this year. Before I dive into all the things, I want to say a massive thank you to everyone who has supported the Solidarity Apothecary this year. I don't have consent to share everyone's names who have donated, especially those who donate monthly. But I just want to say I appreciate every single penny. Your support emotionally strengthens me in more ways than you could know. All funds go towards supporting people experiencing state violence with herbalism. I am especially grateful to my partners, family and close friends who helped me to ride the tsunami of grief losing Taylor. I'm grateful to organising with new people like Lana from Ukraine Herbal Solidarity 
and learning so much about Ukraine's vibrant herbal medicine traditions and the people's fierce resistance, courage and resilience in the face of colonial terror. Huge thank you for the financial support from Necessity. Without that grant, none of this would have been possible. As well to Lush, everyone who has brought a book, donated to Ukraine Herbal Solidarity and to the monthly supporters that offer a tiny shred of stability in a very uncertain world. A huge thank you to Kez Ottolief and Anya van Gert, who two years in a row have organised an amazing fundraiser for the apothecary with their queer animals and queer plant scenes. Uh, just FYI, I still have some zines available. I have about 10 if anyone wants to order one. Okay. Likewise, a huge thank you to those who support beyond financial contributions, who share my posts, try and send herbs, offer opportunities for connection and inspire me to keep going. This post is dedicated to friends lost this year, Ellen, Calvin and Taylor. So, on to the review. What went down in 2022 for the Solidarity Apothecary? Number one, Ukraine Herbal Solidarity. At dawn on the 24th of February, the latest operation in 300 plus years of colonialism began, the full-scale reinvasion of Ukraine. Friends of mine in Ukraine managed to get out quite fast, while some comrades remained to fight. Either way, everything changed. I tried to amplify anarchist initiatives in solidarity with the people of Ukraine, but I knew I wanted to do more. I visited friends in Poland in early March, travelled to sites of the border for a recce and put a call out for people to join an initiative called Ukraine Herbal Solidarity. The first few months were an absolute blur, a frenzy of fundraising, medicine making and relationship building in order to develop the project. We were able to secure a space at an evacuation site in Poland, a place where buses stopped en route to further cities. I was there for just six days before our Ukrainian herbalist arrived to take over. In those six days alone, we distributed over 3,500 medicines. Uh, Lana wrote from the site in June, and I've put her um, her Instagram handle in the post, um, so these are her words. Russia's genocidal reinvasion of Ukraine has inflicted immense devastation across Ukraine's gorgeous cities and villages, a devastation layered atop three and a half centuries of Russian colonisation. People arrive at the evacuation stop traumatised by the surreal horrors of this genocide. The murders of their loved ones, mass graves, mass rape, mass torture, shellings, destroyed homes, starvation and countless other senseless cruelties committed by Russians. We share medicines rooted in Ukraine's vibrant herbal medicine traditions. The medicines offer much needed relief, a small exhale, a familiar embrace, a soft landing amid the enormity of the grief. Many people are moved to tears at the clinic tent. A big thank you to all who have shared donations. Ukraine Herbal Solidarity continues to offer immune and distress-supportive medicines rooted in Ukraine's vibrant herbal medicine traditions. We also ship medicine directly into Ukraine. It's hard to accurately quantify the amount of medicine we have distributed. However, my spreadsheet slash number crunching, based on tinctures we've purchased, shipping inventories and medicines I've made and recorded, puts a conservative estimate at 17,232 medicines. Yeah, that is a lot. Um, okay. We are extremely grateful for all the donations that made this happen. Sadly, donations have come to a bit of a standstill, but funds are still needed continuously to keep this work going. Please donate at, and then there's a web link to the crowdfunder. It's on crowdfunder.co.uk. Ukraine Herbal Solidarity also has its own website now, and there's a link to that. And then there's pictures of medicine I've made, like in mass quantity, there's also a picture of a woman's house being destroyed and in the foreground you can see this beautiful rose and her garden. Uh, meanwhile, her her um, house is ablaze. Sorry, <laughs> just, I don't know. So emotional at the moment. Okay, um, Okay. number two, 
La Herbalaria de los Plazos, The Prisoner's Herbal, distributed across Mexico and beyond. The Prisoner's Herbal book is written for people in prison who want to learn about the medicinal properties of plants commonly found in prison courtyards. It contains 10 detailed plant profiles, as well as instructions on how to prepare plant medicines in prison and more. It is based on my experience of using herbs through my three and a half year prison sentence. Two compañeros finished translating the book into Spanish this year, Jorge and Heather Ann. We have created two editions, one for people imprisoned in the Spanish state and the other for people incarcerated across Abiyala, the name in Guna for the so-called Americas used by millions of indigenous people across these continents. I cannot express my gratitude enough for how much work it's been for Jorge, Heather, Tonya, Dari, Juan and the compañeros from DF and how excited and emotional I am that this book will be distributed around the Spanish state, Mexico and beyond. So far, I know many prisoners have received it and are connecting with it and are writing about their own experiences with plants while incarcerated for the second edition of the book. The book has now gone to prisoners in Mexico, Chile and further afield in ICE centres, that's like the detention centres, and prisons in the so-called US. The launch event in Mexico was hosted at the Plantón de Mejeras Mazatecas, a site of ongoing occupation by Mazatec women family members of the political prisoners you can read everything you need to know about the book here. And there's a link all about it. It's also in Spanish. And then there's some really beautiful pictures from the launch event in Mexico. Okay, number three. New offering, making herbal medicine with glycerin course. In March, I launched my first online course all about making herbal medicine with glycerin. Glycerites are mixtures of medicinal substances with glycerin. They are a fantastic way of making herbal medicine accessible for the many members of our communities who avoid alcohol. People in recovery, pregnant people, children, people of Muslim and other faiths, and people unable to tolerate tinctures due to health reasons. Despite huge demand, glycerite making can still be a mystery. The online workshop explores how to make herbal glycerites in simple and effective ways. I'm really happy to have this sliding scale offering available to the world, especially when people are starting to use what they've learned to make medicines for their community. You can learn more about it here. And there's a link off to the website and there's pictures of some of the presentations in the course. And just FYI, like it's sliding scale from zero to £45. Um, you can kind of put in a code to pay what you can. I think it's an amazing offering because you can learn how to make these incredible medicines for yourself, for your family, for your community, using a very affordable ingredient that, yeah, can make very potent, delicious medicine. Number four, starting the Frontline Herbalism podcast, which is what you're listening to now. Okay, in 2022, I launched the Frontline Herbalism podcast is a show for people who love plants and care about liberation. Plant knowledge, medicine making tips, interviews and advice on how to skill up to strengthen collective autonomy, self-defence and resilience to climate change, capitalism and state violence. Learning and inspiration from grassroots healthcare initiatives and frontline herbal projects worldwide. Listen on your favourite podcast player and check out all the shows here and there's a little link to that. As of today, there have been 1,333 downloads in total for the first 11 episodes. It's hard to gauge its impact yet, but I feel really happy to have finally launched it and can see how it will be an incredibly useful platform going forward for amplifying calls for solidarity and sharing herbal knowledge. I was also super humbled to be featured on the Propaganda by the Seed podcast and La Raza Chronicles, talking about all the various work I do and the Prisoner's Herbal book, and there's links to those podcasts there. I'm also stoked that my article, The Revolutionary Potential of the Prisoner Class, was released in Bulldozer magazine. 
Bulldozer is a zine for prison abolition produced by members of the Industrial Workers of the World, the IWW, um, and its Incarcerated Workers Organising Committee, or IWOC in Ireland. You can also hear an audio version on my podcast. And coming soon is a featured article about the Solidarity Apothecary in Cindy Baruch Milstein's book about anarcho-feminism. A massive thanks for their patience. Watch this space. And then there's a picture of the podcast logo and another picture of a rose. If it's not really obvious, I adore roses and they're just like all over my website. Okay, number five, the mobile herbal clinic Calais, herbal solidarity against the border regime. In 2022, I made six trips to Calais with the Mobile Herbal Clinic. This is a new name for Herbalists Without Borders Calais, in case you weren't aware. Between those six trips, we saw a massive 2,963 people in total. This is my fourth winter working in a field coordinator role. I'm growing in clinical confidence, especially with wound care, and I'm so appreciative of the doctors and senior herbalists that I've been learning from. Internally, it's still quite exhausting developing systems and structures, The trips take it out of me so much that it's hard to then leverage even more energy for work such as fundraising or building our team. In terms of the conditions themselves, it feels hard to keep returning knowing that nothing is changing. People are still living in inhumane conditions, still experiencing regular police violence and still risking their lives in small boats. On the last trip, a man killed himself by jumping in front of a train just 250 metres behind our clinic. Every time I leave, I have a really heavy heart. One of my goals for 2023 is to organise more against the border regime. And then there's a picture of our nice new logo and a picture of me doing, um, putting some dressings on someone's foot and a picture of our van and all our gear. Okay, number six, Prisoner Solidarity with the Prisoner Herbalism Collective. The Prisoner's Herbal is still being distributed around the world with more requests than we can keep up with. Online sales have slowed, so fundraising has been a challenge. On reflection, I can see how my work with Ukraine Herbal Solidarity had a sad knock-on effect on the Prisoner Herbalism Collective. We fail to meet regularly, crowdfund, or get more copies en masse to the US, where there are a huge number of requests. I feel like I'm aching for more support in this area of work. Despite it feeling like it's just ticking over, we're still getting a lot of requests online and via posts from prisoners to our PO boxes. There are also 22 people currently undertaking distance learning readings with support from the Commonwealth Herb School. One of my goals for 2023 is to get some funding to create a prisoner-centred course full of pictures and visuals for folks unable to watch lectures online. This year, we did start reaching out to people who had received copies of the book to ask them for a testimonial. Their responses have been beautiful. You can see them all here. And there's like a link to the kind of testimonial page where you can see all these like amazing um, letters from prisoners who've, yeah, who valued the book. Okay, number seven, visiting Palestine. In December 2022, I undertook a life-changing trip to Palestine. My partner has been coming back and forth to Palestine for over 20 years doing solidarity work and this was an opportunity to finally meet his friends and comrades. I was blown away by how kind and generous people were despite all the trauma from the occupation. We were present in areas under threat of demolition. We also managed to record 14 podcast interviews with people resisting the occupation, from youth organisers to farmers to prisoner solidarity organisations. These will be published with a standalone series of a new International Solidarity Movement podcast. I also met an incredible member of the Palestinian Medical Relief Society, which has trained thousands of people in first aid skills to respond to colonial and settler violence. I'll be writing more about this soon and publishing the interview on my podcast. 
The main thing that I wanted to share is that ISM is really needing internationalists on the ground to help resist demolitions in the South Hebron Hills and more. You can find out more about them here and there's a link to ISM website which is powersolidarity.org. Number eight, herbal solidarity and one-to-one herbal support. One of the founding goals of the Solidarity Apothecary is to make and distribute plant medicines to people experiencing state violence and repression. This includes people being arrested, on trial, imprisoned, detained or recovering from these experiences, as well as prisoner families, frontline organisers and more. While it's incredibly clear from the above sections that this has been the heartbeat of everything that's happened this year, from supporting people fleeing Russian state violence to police violence in Calais, to connecting people in prison to plants all over the world, my actual one-to-one work has dropped out this year. I think in all honesty, I was completely burnt out from my clinical training. I didn't have the headspace to offer one-to-one support, especially while doing Ukraine Herbal Solidarity so intensely and when in such a bad way with grief. I have, however, set up a new clinic website that will enable me to support more people one-to-one in 2023. I'm also planning on streamlining, sorry to use the corporate word, my herbal offerings and making them easier to request. Organiser types are absolutely notorious for not reaching out for support and I want to create a system that is more simple and accessible. In terms of repression, my main focus has been supporting people arrested at the Kill the Bill demonstration in March 2021 in Bristol. Plant medicines have been distributed to family members and friends of people sent down at sentencings and I've offered one-to-one support to some of the defendants and organisers doing a marathon of support work. I definitely want to have my finger on the pulse more in 2023 of various court cases, etc. And I'm looking for funding for a specific project for ex-prisoners. Yeah, just a side note on that. I really want to like have some kind of like clinic in Bristol, just like one day a week or something where I'm like specifically offering free support to people coming out of prison. And yeah, I'm kind of like needing to find some kind of potential grant funder for that. So if you've got any ideas, let me know. All right, I will continue. On a personal note, though, herbs have got me through one of the toughest bereavements of my life, losing Taylor. They have enabled me to sleep and rest when a parasympathetic nervous system state was so far away from anything I could access. They prevented me from getting sick, given me the nutrition and strength to endure the ongoing investigation and inquest and to keep supporting Sam and all my friends behind bars. As a herbalist, I want to focus on supporting people experiencing state violence, and that includes myself. Ironically, my word for 2022 was strong. When I chose it, I was hoping it was to help me get physically fit and to help the Solidarity Apothecary develop strong systems and build a strong livelihood. Instead, strong has meant keeping going when that, while there is so much horror in the world. It's meant surrendering to grief, to pain, to rage. Strong has meant embracing support from my plant allies, partners, friends and comrades. With strength from the land, sea and sky, I know we can keep organising for liberation. What's next? Okay, you are going to laugh at this bullet point list. I just bloody love bullet points and I know this is like completely overambitious and ridiculous but you may as well write it all down and just achieve what you can in it but the reason I'm sharing this is because like people might read it and be like oh I really want to do that or oh I'm really interested in that or oh I know someone that could fund that or do you know like I'm just gonna share it and it might help me have some accountability as well okay so my plans for this year are da 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 to treat this solidarity apothecary more like a livelihood, get my finances in order and earn enough to pay myself properly, to build the number of monthly supporters, to launch a course on herbalism 
PTSD and traumatic stress, to offer one-to-one support again via my online clinic, to improve the systems for accessing herbal support so that more people do, to launch the Herbalism for Organisers course, to continue with the Frontline Herbalism podcast. Um, And this is probably the biggest goal, um, to fundraise successfully for Ukraine Herbal Solidarity, the Mobile Herbal Clinic and the Prisoner Herbalism Collective, and to support these collectives to get stronger and more resilient and less dependent on me. To finally finish and publish the Herbalism and State Violence book, to do some tours and visit Mexico, especially, it's like such a lifelong dream and we're getting so many invitations with the book, I'm just so desperate to go there, to develop a herbal project for ex-prisoners that I mentioned, to fundraise to develop a distance learning course in herbalism specifically for prisoners, because yeah, like the ones we're sending in now, it's just kind of like paper with like no pictures And I really think we need to create something like super relevant, super visual, very accessible. And yeah, I kind of just feel like because the barriers that the prison system put up about not being able to watch like online videos and stuff like that, I just, yeah, I really want to create something kind of unique. Yeah, and ideally like have that, you know, have that be created and pay time. Okay, to organise more face-to-face medicine making sessions and receive help more. I need to stop being a serious hermit and actually invite people around to help with medicine making and create events in my community. I know like with the pandemic, we've stopped doing stuff like that. And I think that's probably what's set me up with this bad pattern of trying to do everything myself, but definitely want to have more face-to-face things this year to get more active with the medical self-defense network, which I'm going to talk about in another podcast coming weeks. But it's an initiative by comrades involved in medical work in different contexts like Ukraine and northeast Syria. And um, yeah, and they're really supportive of herbal medicine. They see it as a kind of part of the framework and I want to be able to like support them. Okay, to continue to invest in my clinical education and learning, continue to self-educate about different areas of struggle. And yeah, personal goals include having more rest, connecting with the elements more, For example, learning to do the whole like stand up paddleboarding thing with my bestie, learning how to surf, kayaking. I literally put this goal down like every single year and I never prioritise it. But my best friend's just moved to Cornwall, so I'm hoping it's going to be a bit more possible. And yeah, just having a goal of like hanging out with my friends more. Like I just feel like I've been a bit neglectful of them just kind of like went in a big workaholic whirlwind to Taylor died and yeah I really I'm craving that time with them also kind of like reconnecting with the hardcore scene punk scene like I haven't been going to shows obviously because of the pandemic and I've to be honest I still feel uncomfortable about like big public events and things so I need to reflect on it more but if I don't go to shows I can at least like reconnect with people online more consistent spiritual practice I really want to kind of like find some kind of like course or teacher or mentor to kind of like help me develop if that makes sense like my spirituality that's another thing that Taylor's death has triggered is like just that I don't give it enough attention and yeah it feels important to me so if anyone knows any good kind of like animist kind of earth-based witchy kind of courses um that aren't a million pounds let me know learning Arabic and saving up for some kind of static caravan or mobile home Um, So yeah, wish me luck. Please make sure you sign up for the newsletter to be kept updated with these various offerings such as courses or when clinic spaces are available. And yeah, the post ends with how can you support the Solidarity Apothecary? 
So the first one is become a monthly supporter. At the moment, I get about £100 a month in donations from different people. Some people are giving like £3, some people are giving £50. But I just can't say enough like how much like how much that means to me like I'm not an NGO you know like money is not getting like pissed away like it is literally going on this work and it's not the kind of work that easily gets funded if that makes sense um and you know like people don't care about people in prison like it's not a kind of priority and if it is it's always from this like awful worldview and like not from an abolitionist perspective so yeah if you are up for supporting me monthly I would love that so much like there's like a page with like different options it's like by using this tool stripe and yeah it's everything from like three pounds like up to whatever you can afford you can choose your own amount as well and yeah that's literally what people like spend on like coffee you know um so yeah if you can do that I would like really value it I really struggle to ask for help but I really need it and it would just mean the world to me to like come into this year strong with like more supporters. Um, you could also give a, a one-off donation via the same page um, or my PayPal is info at solidarityapothecary.org. Um, you could organise a fundraiser. Let me know about any potential grants that could fund this work. That's like super helpful. Write a testimonial. Like I really love to hear how medicines have affected people or how books have impacted people. Um, it's like a really nice way to help other people to like buy bits and bobs that I'm selling um, and finally just like reaching out and connecting so that we can organize together like that's the main thing like I really hate it when you go on like charity websites and it's like oh just give us your money and we'll do all the work like that's just like not how I roll like I really like working with different people like all of my crews are like super collective orientated and yeah I just like I want to know what people are up to I'm sorry I'm sometimes terrible at replying but it means the world to me to like kind of know about people's different projects and like to work together where we can um I forgot to add there but you can also like invite me to events like for talks or podcast interviews or tours like yeah I'm just yeah I just want to be out and about a bit more this year even though 2022 like definitely involved a lot of travel like three trips to Poland six trips to Calais um and then this massive trip to Palestine like I've literally never traveled that much in my life like I definitely struggle to be away from home and then in between that was like a million prison visits pretty much every weekend so anyway I still bloody love my life and I'm still incredibly lucky to have this like wonderful opportunity to be like a full-time herbalist medic and a full-time anarchist organizer like I'm so grateful to everyone's support I cannot say it enough times but yeah so I'm gonna leave it there and then the next show is gonna be all about nettle which feels like perfect timing because they're starting to come up um and they're just like one of the most kind of versatile incredible plants and yes guess what they're also one of my favorite plants like all of them <laughs> anyway um I hope you've had a good start to, to your new year sending lots of love and solidarity and speak soon thanks so much for listening to the frontline herbalism podcast you can find the transcript the links all the resources from the show at solidarityapothecary.org forward slash podcast